I, you know, I had little weights I bought for the house, what have you. Did you have a shake weight? I did. <laughs> did you really? No. <laughs> I was going to say I had yours the whole time. <laughs> Ebony and Ivory live together in perfect And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. Hey, hola, amigos. What's up? Nothing, man. I'm tired, like always. I could tell. Your coffee hasn't kicked in yet. I know. But I have a a really good reason. Why is that? These fucking puppies. Oh, that's right. Your puppies. Oh, my God, man. They're like babies, right? They're adorable, but they're fucking crazy. <sighs> they shit like crazy. They, I feel like I have a newborn. Yeah. Well, two newborns. Yeah. Um, they cry for no reason in the middle of the night. Uh, I think one of them somehow managed to get out of its crate last night. And so all the dogs were going nuts. Oh, my God. I love them, but. Yeah, that that's the beauty about cats. I'm a cat guy, right? Yeah. You don't know where the fuck they're at. They're like ninjas. You don't even know they're coming at <laughs> yeah. you. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, that sucks, man. But you're you you have them up for adoption, right? Yeah. Yeah. To uh you can go to Law and Paws uh Instagram website, whatever you want to call it. My wife is uh she works with that rescue and mm. so um yeah, so we actually have those two, plus we have another foster um, that, um, yeah, you can look at. You can go to their website and see yeah. all the ones that are up for adoption. But I yeah. can't ever keep track of your dogs, man. Like, I know the the mainstays, right? Clyde, Molly, yeah. Fidel. There's just so many of them. Yeah. That's but yeah, crazy. I, I literally feel like I have a newborn. Like, I feel like I'm a brand new dad. Um, <laughs> I'm not getting any sleep. That's the best feeling, man. Yeah. My nipples are sore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Speaking of nipples, you were making fun of my gum right now. Does, does my gum come through when we record? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Dude, I have to chew gum all the time. I, and I think it's me. I was like, I, I hear the podcast and I'm like, was I chewing gum? Or maybe I'm just like chewing my face. Dude, you know, realize it. you know I always have gum on me. Yeah. Always. Yeah. For... The past 30 years, I cannot live without gum, especially when I'm around you. I got to be ready for that, that <laughs> sesh, right? In case you're like, do you want to make out? Like, yeah, man. Dude, but like to me, oral hygiene is of the utmost. Yeah, of like, course. It's at the top. Right. Right. So I just, I, I always have it on me. I always have to be, che- and being an ex-smoker. Yeah. I noticed once I quit smoking 15 years ago or whatever it was, even more. Yeah. Even more, I constantly have to be chewing gum. You know, like right now. What I'm doing is like a no in a no no in my book. You don't have water. I don't have coffee. water with my coffee, and I hate it because <laughs> I I always have to switch water after every sip of coffee because my teeth. I'm very. I want my teeth yeah. to be nice and white. Again, oral hygiene, dude. Bad breath is the absolute worst. I agree. Dude. I agree. The worst. You know what? It's funny. I was watching this show called Love on the Spectrum with a bunch of autistic. Uh, adults trying to find love. Oh, that's what you told me about. Such that. a good one, especially because they just released a new uh, series that's just, it's the same thing, but it's in the U- U.S. Uh-huh. And there's this one, I think it was a girl, that's, that's what she said. She was, that's exactly verbatim what she said. And I was like, thank you. 
It is. Like, yeah. Wait, are we talking about teeth or bad no, breath? No, bad breath. Yeah, dude. Shit, man. Come on. You got to be conscious about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And there's so many people that are not conscious of it. Dude, my doctor says I floss too much. I'm like, bitch, how is that a, how is that a bad thing? <laughs> right, right. After I'm done, every time I'm done eating, I have to floss. Yeah. Have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people underestimate the power of floss. You know what I challenge people to I do sometimes? I love that. Fl- when you floss those butt cheeks with your thong <laughs> for me. <laughs> what, did I show you my new one right now? You want to see it? <laughs> Dude, I've challenged people. I know, sadly, I know quite a few people who do not floss. Mm-hmm. And I've told them that food in between your teeth is literally rotting. Yeah, it's just sitting there. It's rotting. I said, do me a solid. Try to floss. Once you floss one or two teeth, smell that motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. That's what your mouth smells like. Right. You know what I mean? You know what I love, though? I don't like the regular floss anymore. I like oh, those the little, little toothpicks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, on tap all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I have a bag of like 500 of them. That... I sometimes feel, though, that I have to give a good old-fashioned flossing just mm-hmm. to like really dig deep. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry. I just keep thinking of Kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Mr. Munson? Flossing. Flossing? Where did I get Munson from? <laughs> Whatever. Name is Munson. What I'm doing is flossing. You might want to try it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a great movie. See, that movie is the king of one-liners, man. Yeah, it is. King. Absolutely. I, I cannot live without that movie. Yeah, it's it's great. I haven't. It's been a while, though. But, you know, what? I was reading that uh, Bill Murray actually pretty much, like, did, it, like, improv, like, oh, the, the whole, whole thing. thing. Yeah. That's an- yeah, that was, dude. Why don't you do me a favor and go eat that outside and come <laughs> back when you're done? If that was improv, that is the... <laughs> Greatest line ever. <laughs> Supplemental income. Oh yeah, and then so much of our vocabulary comes from that movie. You that know, we have we have a set of like ten movies that our vocabulary comes from, and yeah. that is like probably number two. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber is number one. Yeah, and I uh, would say uh, Friday, swings. Friday, and Swingers are. Oh yeah, three and for four. sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> oh man, great movies. So something I wanted to bring up that you and I have not spoke about surprisingly uh uh-huh. it's not about music so if you're not into sports stop listening now for the next 10 minutes <laughs> dude the canelo fight oh yeah i fucking told everybody yeah i've t- look i didn't know much about bevel i didn't know shit about him but actually. i've told everybody you put canelo in front of a purebred boxer he's gonna lose right he already lost to mayweather yeah. in my eyes in a lot of people's eyes a lot of true boxing fans he lost to Aries Landilada bad. They just gave him oh, gave right. Canelo Back that in the day. fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because the guy was hitting with nothing but straight punches. Straight punches, moving in and out. Yeah. Didn't stand in front of him. Didn't stand for the traps. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. He, he B-Ball beat Canelo with a one-two the entire fucking yeah, fight. Which is crazy because yeah. it's like the most basic combination. But the way he on, did in it, the book. That Russian style is crazy, dude. Yeah. Those looping like spaghetti noodle type slabs and then in and out you know what i mean i was i was surprised because i know canelo's a slow starter and i really thought it was just a matter of time that he was going to start to pick up the pace but he just never did and he kept throwing those like those uh whooping like hooks and he kept hitting him on the arm and like but that was his plan because that's what he did to smith and kovalev yeah but break down that arm they're going to lose their power. But dude, like, when do you realize, like... It's not working. Yeah, exactly. He, Dude, his game plan was just horrible from jump. Yeah. He, all he wanted to do was knock him out. 
Yeah. Every yeah. punch he, was he, with intention. He he saw it as like a, a easy, quick win. Right. I think he thought like, oh, by third round, I can knock this dude out. I think it's a bad idea for Bevel to go down to 168 to try to steal all his um, all his belts. Is that what he's doing? That's what he wants to do. Really? Because they want the rematch, obviously. Right. And right. everyone's telling Canelo, you don't want that 175 again. And Bevel pretty much said, I don't give a fuck. I'll fight you oh, at 168 yeah. and yeah. take all your shit. Yeah. It's going to be the same outcome. Yeah. I don't see those few pounds making a huge difference, but Canelo is mad. Right. Good or bad, he's mad, right? This could make for an amazing trilogy. It really could. Because Canelo did not But you know what also at the same time though, Canelo was like he's he's become pretty masterful when it comes to head movement. Yeah. And he was doing absolutely no head None movement. None of it. It's because he couldn't see them coming, man. Like I'm telling you, that looping like spaghetti noodle thing yeah. that I call it, it was hard for him to gauge. It was it was a weird fight, man. It really was. I told I can tell from the third round. I said, "Oh man, this is a different fight." Yeah, entirely, entirely. But Bevel's plan worked amazingly. Yeah, amazing. One two in and out. One two in and out. Don't stand in front of him. Uh, you know, it, it just. What I loved about it is, when you're in a boxing fight. Yes, we all love the Tyson knockouts. We all love. Funny knockouts, whatever, right? We right. love those grueling battles. Right. But when you don't try to go for the knockout, your chances are better. Everybody just wants to prove a point. And I'm gonna be this I'm gonna be the guy to say I knocked out Canelo. Right. This dude didn't do that. Right, right. And he fucking Yeah. Took and he it. stuck to the game plan. Yeah. That was one of the most important things. Even in the beginning when it kinda in the first couple of rounds wasn't really working yet, he still stuck stuck it out. Yeah. And obviously he knew going in exactly what was going to work, yeah. and it did. It did, especially coupled with the fact that Canelo was off of his game, his own game plan, probably because yeah. he took it lightly. He took it lightly. He's blaming it on the veganism because you know he went full vegan for this oh, did camp, he really? right? Yeah, full vegan. I, I heard, uh, I think Joe Rogan say something about that, and I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, dude, I am so out of the loop with boxing, and it sucks, man. And it's because, wow. It's because it's so scattered. It's so spread out now. I, I back in the day it used to be just you know HBO, Showtime, yeah. ESPN. Yeah. Now it's DAZN. It's um, pro boxing. Yeah, the other one, uh, the PBC. Whatever. Oh yeah, PBC. Like it's just all over the place now, yeah. and and there's no consistency there. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I I mean I'm trying to keep up with it, you know. Um. But really, I don't find out about these like I didn't even know Canelo. I knew he was gonna fight, but I didn't know he was gonna fight that night until I was like, "Oh shit, he's fighting tomorrow!" Like, you know, really? um, yeah, like like dude, like Mayweather fought yesterday, even though it was oh. an exi- it was an exhibition. Yeah. But I had no, I knew there was something in the works. Yeah, I heard that the dude got the original guy he was gonna fight. I guess something happened. I don't, I don't, even I don't know. I, I don't mean, follow the exhibition crap. You know, did I mean? you watch it though? I did. I love Mayweather, man. He he's looking forty-four or however old he is. Yeah, dude. But did you see how natural everything yeah. is? To I mean, this guy. That okay. Look, I don't know who Don Moore is, the Neither dude he fought. I. Yeah. However, the guy, he's not a a no like a, he 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 knows what he's doing. Yeah. He looked. If you put that guy up against anybody else in the ring, like you would have no idea. I mean, you would see that he's obviously a skilled fighter. Yeah. 
like his style his movement everything yeah. like yeah. dude he wasn't a slouch by any means no and just, mayweather just it looked like like when you're toying with like a toddler like just messing around like mayweather like dude i don't think that guy landed maybe like one or two punches the whole fight and then mayweather fucking knocked him down i know uh, and just the how slick even at 44 and the dude he had a smile on his face the whole fucking time he was just playing with this guy he was but that goes to show dude i'm sorry man i know i know we've talked about this mayweather to me is he's not the greatest of all time but he's pretty fucking up there you're right manny pacquiao is (laughs) excuse you it's because you and i have very different i like sluggers i know you do i love i know brawling fighters yeah and i and i don't i like boxers i love yeah like when they the sweet science yeah i don't get me wrong manny pacquiao has the sweet science a lot of sluggers i love have amazing boxing skills they just happen to have a shitload of power with it too the best trilogy ever aside from Gotti ward was marcus pacquiao oh absolutely was it three or four? It was four. Four. That's they right. wanted five after after um, Pacquiao took that knockout. Yeah, they were di- they were offering uh, Marquez crazy money, and he kept saying, "Nope, that's Mar- how I'm going to end it." I, I just man, I I ended up having so much respect for both of them after seeing those fights. Yeah, Marquez was a madman. He was. It uh, kind of sucks that. I don't know, man. I know that Pacquiao did lose to Mayweather. Bad, mm-hmm. right? Like I told you. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. I still think there's room for one more, or would have been room for one more. But just Mayweather's but an you idiot. Know, you know why we say that? It's because there's nothing really good going on. I I wouldn't want to see that anymore. It'd be two old men trying. Dude, it's just such a far reach from what it would have been ten years ago. Oh, I know. That's why I said. Would have been room. There would yeah. have been room for one more. Like I, I love the fact that Tyson fought Roy Jones, right? I love that. But at the same time, it's not uh, like when you and I saw Holyfield and Tyson. Uh, like that was amazing. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like uh, fights are kind of like music. Um, there's not a lot of good music out there coming out. So like we. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as it's not as frequent that like you find a really good band like left and right. You know it's what I mean? Crazy that you say that because so, I think it's like it's easier now to find. Well, amazing. The thing music. is, there's just so much, and so what I'm trying to say though is that sometimes I find myself like finding an old band that's coming back after 20 years is putting something out, and I get more excited about that than I do about like somebody that just somebody that's new. I don't know. I mean, I could see that, but at the same time, it's like, as much as I love the Deftones, right? Yes, I get excited for new albums. Stephen Carpenter is a fucking oh, pussy, God, dude. dude. Big time. Pussy. Is, was it a COVID thing that he did? Probably. Want? He's a fucking flat earther. Fucking. Now he doesn't want to leave the United States because he's scared. Dude, the Deftones <sighs> are just falling apart, man. Yeah. Somebody actually was reading the comments. Uh, somebody was like, so you're telling me I'm going to be watching a Deftones tribute band? Right, because all you have is Chino and Abe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all you owe oh, and Frank, but I mean, yes, does he even count? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, um, it's sad, man. So something I wanted to talk to you about, are, are you good with the boxing stuff? Liga, man. Yeah, right, I just was... wanted to, we hadn't spoke about it. Yeah. And you and I always talk a little bit of boxing oh, yeah, during of course, the week. Of course. But that one to me was so, 
huge, right? It's going to be, the rematch is going to be good. Right. So I thought about something. You know, I've been all over the place musically lately, like we talked about last time. You hate Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. I. I okay, I, no, you don't hate them. You hate the Beatles. But you still didn't, uh, the Led Zeppelin thing still, after our challenge, wasn't the same for you. I haven't listened to them since. Yeah. But, like I said, during the challenge, <clears throat> I'd no longer turn them off or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it made me think. There's a band that I had asked you about, and you said that you like them. And I was listening to Led Zeppelin the other day, and listening to Led Zeppelin made me jump in to listen to this band. And I was like, wait a minute. Are you talking but, about Greta Van Fleet? No, 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 Just no. kidding. No. I was like, wait a minute. Adrian likes this band, but when you listen to this band, like, they are heavily, heavily influenced by Led Zeppelin. Who? Alabama Shakes. Oh. Why? Look. I like a few songs. I'm not like the world's greatest Alabama <sighs> Shakes fan. They're amazing. They are. She has a great voice. Yeah. Their bass player is mad boring, though. Yeah, I could see that. He's cute, but boring. <laughs> is he cute? Is he brown? <laughs> um, but anyways, I that just came to my mind. You really mind. think there's a comparison? Dude, big I'd, time. I'd have to check it out again. Big time. I need you. So this is not a, a formal challenge, yeah, but we, I want you to go listen to. I will. I will. I, and then you're going to realize how influenced they really are. We need to bring our challenges back. By yeah, the way. we do. Real quick, before we get into anything else, though, um, those of you that are listening, if you've noticed that our, our episodes 1 through 30 have disappeared from Spotify, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that's a temporary thing that's going on. Either way, you can find all those episodes on other platforms. We are making a switch from our host and there was some sort of weird glitch so if you want to hear one through 30 um just look for it like apple podcasts um there's like so many of them i don't even I know. know all of them but anyways Anchor. you can find them you just cannot find them on spotify what sucks because spotify is my jam baby. i know well i'm trying to fix it it's just i'm having a there's a lot of technical issues. Eventually, they'll come back and they'll be there. But just letting you all know for now in the meantime. Dude, those like that two-minute combo right there, your hand, little hand was on fire, dude. <laughs> and I was loving it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so another thing I wanted to bring up today, which we, we touched on a little bit right now, just while we shoot shooting we the We touched bur- a little bit? We touched a lot of it. <laughs> and we're not even done. <laughs> so... Um, you and I always just catch up while we're setting up and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And you had brought up um, something about the Enneagram, mm-hmm. right? Dude, I knew I knew it was going to make me more aware, like you said. Right. But I thought I was going to be more aware just of others, like you, for example. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be like, oh, I don't get mad because he's a three, right? <laughs> Fuck threes. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it made me more self-aware of myself. Yeah. Where I'm constantly like, Fuck being a, a six. Right. I want to be a two. I want to be a one. I want to be the asshole. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. It's making me mad that I'm a pussy, dude. <laughs> I can't tell anybody no. I'm constantly worried about everybody. Like, if you're sad, I'm sad. You know what I mean? Like, your day can literally determine my day. And I won't even see you. You, sh- you shoot some text messages. I'm like, oh, wah, wah, day's ruined. Paul's upset, so now I am too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I get it. Although, like, I was telling um, 
our buddies, Eric and Nick, mm-hmm. brothers. Mm-hmm. I was Cuties. telling them, like, I, I wish I could be a six or a nine. Like, oh. I hate being a three. I absolutely hate it. Um, like I told you before, it's made me very self-aware to the point where, like, I just get annoyed with myself. And um, Welcome to 26 years of my life, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is that the grass isn't always greener on the other side. It 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 isn't. I mean, you and I balance each other out. I mean, we had this conversation last time. I think your three to my six is a decent balance, right? Mm-hmm. Especially, especially because we're not just friends, right? We're musicians. We we're in bands together. We're business partners. So I think, <clears throat> I think we need the the opposite because if we were both a six trying to do this shit yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't exactly happen. yeah yeah you know yeah, what i mean it's true so there, there's there's great balance to it right i mean i could see what you're talking about because i'm annoyed with myself right mm-hmm. like the other day some shit happened you know family shit and i was like say no say no <laughs> i was like all right i'll be right there yeah <laughs> you know yeah I mean? yeah yeah it's just i don't know man like you fucked me up and and in a bad way. Like I always think about it. Like now I, I think the, I think the number six before I do anything, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Well, but see, that's the beauty of it though, is that you can look at what you don't like about a six and you can actively make those changes. That's so true. But I love being a six at the same time because it's like, I like being that dude for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I don't, do, it's not intentional, right? Like, that's just how I've been my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Can't say no, can't hurt people's feelings. I'll lay on the sword for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you get, <laughs> you'll lay on my sword. <laughs> <laughs> Ask first. <laughs> uh, like, I'm just that guy. I'll take the fall for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to make sure you're okay before I'm okay. It doesn't even matter if I'm okay. So you hate that about yourself, but at the same time, you. You couldn't be any other way is what yeah. you're saying. I can't bring it in myself to be a dickhead. Yeah. Well, to. but you don't necessarily have to be a dick. That's the thing is that... So I think that's where the issue is, is that you think by saying no, that makes you a dick. Dude, it'll eat me up alive. Right. But it doesn't. It makes you... It makes you understand boundaries. Let me put it to you this way. Yeah, I get, yeah exactly. When I call off at work, which is very, very rare, every year I try to beat my call off record. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're one of those. The most I've ever called off was like four times in one year. Yeah. Other than that, it's like two times, maybe three times. That's hilarious, dude. I'm so opposite of that. You're like, oh, I'm not feeling well. No, I'm like, I got 10 PTO days. Okay, I have this much time to use all 10. (laughs) Well, I mean, I use use vacation time. I plan shit. Right, right. right. But like a a physical, like, hey, I'm not going to work today because I don't feel like it. Oh, I hate doing that. When I do it, when I muster up the courage and say, fuck it, I'm not going to work today, mm-hmm. my whole day is ruined because I'm like, fuck, they had to call somebody out and uh, I don't know what's going on. Did I leave these guys high and dry and I can't believe it when my boss doesn't believe me? And dude, Yeah, like, you all, just all overanalyze fuck. it and so you end up hating the whole day off. Yeah, I'm the ruined. same. I'm actually the same way. Fucking Even though ruined. I will take off all 10 days if I have, or when I used to have to do that shit. Um, but even now, man, like with the guitar business and everything, like if I take a day, sometimes like I'm even having to like focus on my weekends because even if I don't do something on the weekend, like I am so pissed off at myself. Yeah. Like, but anyways, going back to when I used to have to call in and I had a boss, I was the same way. 
my my call-ins were like I was miserable. Yeah. Because I just like was just overanalyzing calling in. You feel you let somebody. I mean, in my case, when I call off, they have to call somebody in. So I literally ruin somebody's day off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you can't go do anything because you're afraid you're going to run into somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's nice. You're sitting around watching TV, whatever, right? Just catching up a little R&R. But the mind is just going, but that's just the six, right? You know what I mean? It's like, God dang, just fucking enjoy it. Yeah. You know? Well, but again, it's, it's just finding that balance. It's just... And it's recognizing that, you know what? If you say no, it's not that you're being... Like I said, you're not being an asshole. A... Essentially, um, what was that? Uh, Sound like something fell, huh? Patrick, please don't follow this man over here. <laughs> We're in the new studio, and we just heard a really loud noise. I don't know what it was though. Um, what was I saying? Oh, it's just about balance. It's about understanding that um, if you say no, it's not that you're being an asshole. It's just that I, you have to, and the thing is that whoever you say no to usually are so used to you saying yes. Let me give you an example. Yeah, you, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> when I sh- when I filmed the commercial for this podcast, uh-huh. I had originally asked you to do it. You did, and you did, you couldn't wait. You asked me, "Can you do it?" I said, "Yeah, let me figure out my schedule." Two days later, you're done. I said, "Okay, there's no figuring out." <laughs> but part of it also was the fact that I recognize, like, I'm always asking. Adrian to like help me with everything like I could do without it and I feel bad because I know he's gonna say yes only because he says yes to everything you just fuck do not stop <laughs> making me your go-to guy that would totally well, crush me it's because I know you have a lot going on so I was so kind of like what I was gonna I always figure it out look you start doing that to me then I'm gonna be like he's fucking mad at me this guy doesn't want to talk to me like that's it or don't you're gonna fuck me up even more you're you and I, when I say my six and saying no to people, I don't mean you. I don't mean obviously my wife, my kids. I mean like external shit. You right, know what I mean? Right, like right. family members that I rarely see that I'm still like, all right, I'm going to help you out. Right. Random, random ass people. So do not, <laughs> do not well, I do mean, that. I, especially because I was asking you to come in on a Sunday and I was like, I know that's your time. You never said Sunday. You said what figure you said it was between Selena and I's schedule. Yeah. Which was going to probably end up being a Sunday. And I was like, "Ah, I feel bad making him come in on a Sunday, but I would have done it. I know you would have because you don't know how to say no. I don't know how to say no to strangers (laughs) or, or random people. Yeah. But, um, that's cool. I'm going to start pulling the six card and be like, Hey man, Guess what? I'm pulling the six card. I'm not coming in today. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to keep calling. He'll keep calling. He'll keep calling. <laughs> okay, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> That's another good one. Yeah, actually, Cameron, I guess, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he'd probably be a six. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. That That's me. I'm fucking yeah. dying. I got the flu, but you have a tummy ache. I'll go get you some tea, man. I'm on my way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... uh I guess I'd kind of be Ferris Bueller in this relationship. You absolutely would. (laughs) There's no question about it. Dude, you're Ferris Bueller to my Cameron. You're you're Trent to my Mikey. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's true, yeah. Um, But anyways, the the commercial, it was, I want to do another one. That one that I did was like cutesy and fun and happy and 
that's I just wanted to get that out of the way. Now I want to do like a cool, more serious one. Oh, so I'm I'm in that one. Yes, of you, course. you want cool. You got cool yeah, right here, buddy. Of course, man. <laughs> Me and Jason. Those fuck biases. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck that guy. Fuck Jason, man. I don't want him in this pot- <laughs> video commercial. With me. You're gonna bring that cool level down hard. <laughs> well, actually, he was actually supposed to be in that commercial. I know. You said me, Jason, Selena, and Danny. Yeah, yeah. And so he was like, mm, I think I'm just gonna stay home. And so I made Eric. The, he was gonna be the engineer. So Eric was the engineer. Oh, I saw his cute backwards hat and his long hair. <laughs> yeah. a cutie. Like it's 1984. <clears throat> yeah. So. Jason totally wussed out. So. God, fuck Jason, man. I tell you. <laughs> you want to get into the chat? Yeah, let's do it. All right. And welcome to another segment of the chat. I didn't have much time to prep for this one, to be honest with you. But there's this band I've been listening to for like three, four weeks, maybe. Nothing crazy new. I just like the way they put everything together in terms of like the metal, the shoegaze. The the one song, the first song I heard from them was very metally, man. Like it was very heavy, but the singer was doing like this quiet singing shit. It wasn't loud. There was no screaming. It was just very quiet, and I absolutely fucking loved it. So they're a band from Boston, and they go by the name of Astronoid. Uh, they've been around since 2016. Astronoid. Astronoid. So they just mix two words together. Yeah. They've been around since 2016. They have two full-length albums. One came out in 2016 called Air, and then 2019, Asteroid came out. They just recently dropped um, a few singles. Uh, actually, a small EP with three singles on it. That's called Human. Dude, again, they're not doing anything groundbreaking. I just love the way they mix everything together. Very metally, very shoegazy, but the vocals are very pretty. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You know what I mean? Pretty vocals. He sounds very angelic. It's very soft. Not all the time, right? I'm just going off of the, the one song that has, brought me to them. He has a voice of an angel. Dude, like Fergie and Jesus, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song called Eyes. Eyes is the song that I, that I first heard. Okay. Um, yeah, they're from Boston. Again, two full-length albums. Uh, singles upon singles so i don't know what the the next direction is going to be for them but um yeah i absolutely love them i think uh, they're a breath of fresh air you know again don't go into don't go into it thinking oh it's gonna be fucking different it's just i love the way they put things together yeah astronoid is my shat of the day awesome um so eric and i have been talking a lot about um eric p or eric w eric w my bro my brother We've been talking a lot about guitar tones lately, mm-hmm. and he's been showing me a lot of bands that use that. Um, I'm gonna mess this up. It's that metal pedal. It's called the H two H M two H. I don't even know what the hell. Uh, I I wish he was here to tell me the story because I'm gonna mess it all up. <laughs> but he was essentially saying that like it's supposed to be like a cheap pedal that some bands have learned to use it and make it like sound like super heavy distortion right really and so he showed me like for example there's a band called gate creeper mm-hmm. um another one called nails i believe mm-hmm. um and so i was listening to them and this is you're gonna come in in, in a second uh, <laughs> yes i am <laughs> sir <laughs> and, and i'm tying it to, to something that you and i have talked about for years and uh I was like listening to them and I was like, man, you know, like 
these are pretty good tones. I'm not a hundred, like a big fan of it, but I could see its appeal. And then I started listening really close to the bass. Mm. And um, I decided to put on Texas Cutthroat mm-hmm. right back to back with these bands. And I was like, why do I like their bass better than Texas Cutthroat? Because like, Texas Cutthroat didn't have me as a bass player? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean the playing. I mean the the the, the sound, yeah. the tone. Yeah. And it just dawned on me. I was like, it's because I put mids. And yeah. you have been telling me our whole lives together yeah, that mids. you hate putting mids in yeah. the bass. And yeah. I've always been like, no, like I want that. I like those mids. And now, after listening to all that, I realized like, holy shit, Adrian was right. So Yeah. Took you how long to figure that out? <laughs> I'm only the bass player. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah I, I Dude, sp- it's, for recording purposes, my tone is heavy bass, heavy treble, right? That That's what I like to play with. Yeah. <clears throat> but recording purposes, you have to put a Scotia mids just so it can cut through, but not halfway mid, maybe like a fourth of yeah. the way up. On mids, uh, and maybe. that's and this and, th- and we're talking about on the actual bass, right? And that and that also depends on what we're doing, right? So like, yeah, if, if we're doing Texas Cutthroat, yeah, I'd put a little bit more because it's already heavy with your low end and your. But H-ring. see, that's what I noticed with those bands. That's one thing is like, I couldn't hear the bass, but I knew it was there because of the deep tones with the guitar. Well, yeah, see, the mid's gonna make it cut through where you can differentiate the bass from but when i jump back and forth i was like fuck i like this better i gotta be honest with you that pedal that you bought that you use for all the texas cutthroat stuff yeah. the dark glass or yeah, dark yeah. course uh-huh. what is it yeah. dude that pedal made it makes everything sound fucking amazing yeah, it on really the bass it does yeah but long uh story short my main point number one you were right number two duh i'm gonna i'm really gonna have to go and take some time to revamp the the bass tone for texas cutthroat why, why take time i'm, I'm right here I'll just show you where to put it <laughs> yeah but, but it, it's true though man like it tragic landing for example we're clean we're heavy at times clean and heavy mm-hmm. i won't put but a dash of mids because it's so it's bass heavy, right? The bass comes through. And, and I feel the opposite. I feel like that's where I would want to put more mids. I mean, look, you just told me I was right. Are we going to argue about this? <laughs> because, okay, when I think about a mid-E sounding bass, I'm going to bring them up again. I brought them up last time. Local natives. Right. Um, their bass has a lot of mids to it, but I love it because it cuts through the guitars and you, it really stands out. It stands out because it sounds like a tin can. Whatever. Dude, look, even Flea, my my favorite bass player, he uses a lot of mids and it drives me crazy sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's that's true. I'm he not really a, does. I'm not a mid guy. If look, I play bass for a reason. The bass. Yeah. Right? The low frequency, the you tone. Just love to go down on that tone. Deep. <laughs> Balls deep, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um No, I mean I just it's it's made me it's made me reanalyze and rethink. Yeah. Um, and you also have to consider what bass you're using. Right? Yeah, that's so, true. So my Fender that you love and, and the Ibanez that you love, those have an array of sounds, right? Mm-hmm. You can play with any type of tone you want. But if you have 
you know, your typical three pickup bass that just has your tone and your volume. Mm, it's gonna, right. It's gonna it's gonna be a hard pick. You know what I yeah. mean? Oh man. Anyways, <laughs> so you gotta listen to those bands. They're actually pretty damn good. What Gatekeeper? Gate Creeper. Yeah. And Nails. That's gonna be a hard pass, I'm sure. <laughs> but I will try it. I do not want to invoke the devil or welcome anything into my home. Thank you. But uh, speaking of that, we haven't talked about Patrick and his his shenanigans. Well, no, I asked Jason the other day if he's witnessed anything. Fuck Jason, by the way. Yeah. And he says he feels like you guys are weird to me, man. Like it, it <laughs> the wards on are on another level on the demon front for me. Not that Patrick is a demon, right. but when he was like, "Yeah, I feel comfortable," and he seems like a nice spirit. What the fuck <laughs> what are you talking about? You have a spirit. In your room, nice or not, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, the other day, uh, that I I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but um, it was the night after I came home from being in LA. Um, in the middle of the night, like at three o'clock in the morning, my lamp got just completely thrown down. Oh, you did tell me that, yeah, and just like that was interesting. I told you what it was, it was very aggressive. Yeah, I told you what it was. What. Patrick was loving that you were gone. Maybe he was sleeping next to Danny. Who knows? <laughs> it's and true. he's like, this burly motherfucker's back. <laughs> he probably went down he probably went downstairs thinking he was gonna cozy up to Danny. And saw you and said, This motherfucker right here. <laughs> Just threw the lamp over. <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, and then Jason saying that uh he felt like somebody was touching his neck. I was like, that was just me trying to choke you in the middle of the night. <laughs> Pay no mind. I was just trying to kill you. You're already annoying me. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry. I thought about it because of the noise that yeah, we heard. that noise was creepy right I now. I need to go find out what it was. Something fell. Dude, I Halloween's only 150 some odd days away. Really? So we need to um, start prepping for spooky time. So we know. Um, Wasn't yesterday such a like wonderful day? Dude, so weird, right? <laughs> Yeah, like it was. It felt like a like a wintry fall day. Yeah, yeah. I walked outside and I was like, "Oh man, it's brisk." Yeah, I was and then like, I had to go get dinner like at five. I was working on the guitar and I said, "Oh, we gotta eat." I walked out like at five five thirty. I said, "What in the ass is going on here?" Yeah, it was random and weird. Yeah, but El Paso's like that. It is, man. And fucking next week's gonna be a hundred and one degrees on mm-hmm. Friday. Not well, next this week, week, this Friday. Yeah, this yeah. week. But anyways, that's disgusting. Man, we jump around a lot. Dude, that's the best part well, about from us. Boxing to weather, guys to girls, whatever, man. <laughs> just gotta go with the flow. <laughs> I'm gender fluid. Is that or what is it? Oh, we I gotta don't... stop saying that because people are gonna really think that we are, <laughs> even though we are. But I mean, whatever. Yeah. What? How much time do uh, I can't even? I hate not being right next to the computer to be able to uh, see how long we've been talking. I'm so sure we're is, only on like 30 minutes. This is our first in your newly decorate decorated. Yeah, because the Podcast. last time we did it in here, yeah, it was just it, a table. There was no mural, nothing. Yeah, well, you got the mural, you got the um, the lights, TV, the mood, the ambiance is very nice in here. Yeah, we'll say. I'm 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 really liking it now. Yeah. Um. So if you're listening and you want to do a podcast. Let me know. 915-328-9610. Go to nevermorerecords.com and there's info on there. That's yeah. Back up, just so you know. Yeah, I told you I'm going to start mine, my own podcast, without yeah. you. <laughs> In your bathroom. <laughs> that's, that's what we should do. We should do a, a bathroom podcast where we just talk about nothing but like toilet humor. While we're shitting at the yeah. same time? Yeah, dude. Or one of us showering, one of us shitting. Dude, well, 
I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, I know yeah. what you're gonna say. Yeah, but um, but wouldn't that be a great podcast? That would. It really. Uh, can we have a beer while we're doing it? Have you ever had a shower beer? Yes, dude, I love it. It's uh, one dude, of the best things ever. My friend Ricardo at work turned okay, me on to that. We gotta talk about beer. Wait, why is Ricardo turning you on? <laughs> dude, you need to see this man. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> He's an ex-cop. He's now an operator. Really? It's a cool dude, man. If you had comp, look, how many guys do you throw at me a week? I got this new friend that's like my best friend. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I get one cute guy and you're mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I drank, uh, I've been drinking O'Doul's. Oh, that's right. That random ass fucking text you sent me the other day. Yeah. Yeah. What brought that upon? I crave beer every day. Every day. I crave men every day, but I don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know my limits. And um, I kept thinking to myself, look, obviously I don't drink every day. Yeah. But I want to. And there's got, <laughs> <laughs> and there's got to be a way to satisfy that craving, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. I've always said I wanted to try O'Doul's because it's non-alcoholic, right? I've always said I wanted to try it. I always thought that it was going to taste like shit. I was at the grocery store and it just caught my eye. And uh, yeah, so I got it. And so now almost every day I drink an O'Doul's with my dinner. What? Yeah. And okay, it so, satisfies that craving. But, okay. So one beer, one real beer with dinner a day. That's not bad. Why, why, are, you, why are you trying to? Well, okay. Let's back up. What does it taste like? Honestly, so I had it back to back with the Dos Equis the other day. Uh-huh. They're not far off from each other. So coming from a person who gets mad at me for drinking Bud Light, and <laughs> my IPA count or hops count is not is off. Whatever. Well, shit so I you found out me. from uh, um, who was it? Um, one of Eric's buddies, Eric P's buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, he messaged me telling me that Lagunitas. That was very white sounding. I mean, Lagunitas IPA, which is one of my favorite beers, they make a non-alcoholic one. Yeah, so I'm excited about that shit. But I know what you're trying to say. The thing is, I'm trying to... I'm trying to... Okay. So, when it comes to the actual alcohol, Uh I don't have the greatest liver on the planet. Uh, Okay, I forgot about that. Yeah, Yeah. so I... um, you know, I my doctor told me like I should probably not drink very much, uh, and this was years ago. You know, right? Yeah. So, um, I've I went a while without drinking, but at the same time, like I just I love the taste of beer. So I thought to myself, like if I could just satisfy that craving with no alcohol, um, then that'll make me less likely to cave in and go get a beer, and I feel more I feel better about it. Yeah. Does that make sense? It it does. I forgot about the liver thing. Yeah. So now that that makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Typical half and half fashion. If I cannot, well, look. No, I just, I'm just about to contradict myself, because I had once said, when I go vegan, if I can't have meat, mm-hmm. I'm just not gonna try all the fake shit. Yeah. And <clears throat> here we are. I just ordered more the other day for my my night shift. So really. I was gonna say. I'm the type of dude that if I can't have it, I'm just not going to have it. So right. if I can't have alcohol and beer, well, I'm just not going to drink beer. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But so let's get into that. But first, okay. I just want to make an analogy. But it's kind of like you always have this craving for smoking cigarettes. Oh, all the time. But instead, you know, you tell me to put my dick in your mouth. Yes. And so that satisfies it. Like swapping a, cigar, a cigarette for a cigar. Right. You know what I'm saying? An Italian Swisher Sweet, whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah, man. And afterwards, you're like, man, I no longer crave uh, a I am, cigarette. I do not want a cigarette anymore. It was just that oral fixation See, getting to you. Yeah. And I got healthy protein out of it. No bad chemicals. <laughs> Same idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so you ordered vegan shit? Always. Ever since. I haven't stopped. Okay, so I, talk about I that. Eat, I still eat. I've, I've gone back to eating meat. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, during the whole vegan journey, weight loss was not my, my goal, right? But mm. it was just something that was naturally going to happen. I, I, I've never been fat, right? Like, I don't carry a lot of body fat on me. That's but true, man. You're the only person that I know that has never been fat no, or chubby or... Not, not true. You don't remember what spawned it? You want the history real quick? Yeah. We got time. So, when my wife told me she was pregnant with my daughter, I was... Wait, you got married? <laughs> I've never... We are not really married, but we've been together so long we call each other husband and wife. <laughs> Um, she made me lose. Okay, <laughs> when she told me that my daughter that she was pregnant with my daughter, yeah, me being you know a naive child, I was like, okay, I have nine months to live it up. Oh, okay. I was drinking every fucking day, mm-hmm. every day. She would go with me. I mean, we've been pretty inseparable since since then, right? So we'd hang out with friends. I, I literally I was drinking every day, slamming Dr. Peppers, eating fucking popcorn. Long story short, <clears throat> my daughter's born. I saw a friend of mine that I hadn't seen him forever. And the first question was, what the fuck happened to you? And I was like, what are you talking about? He pokes my belly and he goes, yeah, you got a little chubby. And I was like, what? Dude? Okay. First of all, I hate people like that. I know. I don't know who this person is. Yes, you do. It was Mark Tyner. Oh, why? (laughs) I don't know. Because nobody, I've always been the very skinny guy. I've always. Like, no, I, I I don't mind fat shaming. I think everybody should be fat shaming. And actually, I was talking to my wife about this, and she totally disagrees. But what I don't like is when people you haven't seen in a long time, and that's the first thing that they're going to tell you. They're going to point out something that's like a flaw or whatever. But I I wasn't even aware of it. I was drunk 24-7. I I wasn't even aware of it. Yeah. My wife didn't tell me anything. Right. You know, she was cool with it. I don't remember. I mean, I I remember that time, but I don't ever remember seeing you I was. So then when he told me that, I was like, Oh, fuck. Am what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> so, I mean, naturally, when my daughter was born, I had to cut back on the drinking, right? Mm-hmm. Responsibilities came in. And so I said, all right, well, I'm going to, I got to start getting back in shape. I started just lifting a little bit of weights here and there. My, I, I took weights and conditioning two years of high school. My dad's always had weights around the house, so I knew how to work out. And I've always loved working out. I just stopped during that time because I was, I was a drunk. Right. So I started. That sounds fun. That was the best. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I lost the weight with just cardio and dieting, and then I started lifting. As a matter of fact, my mother-in-law, she had, she had this cute little set of weights at her house. I mm-hmm. lived with them for a little while. I started using her weights, and then so from like 2003 to like 2006, I was just you know lifting here and there. I you know I had little weights I bought for the house, what have you. Did you have a shake weight? I did. <laughs> Did you really? No. 
I was going to say I had yours the whole time. <laughs> so like in 2006, I bought my first like full set of weights, right? Like I had a good job at the time, finally. So basically ever since 2003 till today, I have not missed a day of working out. Wow. Ever. Wow. And people ask me, like guys have asked me like, dude, how are, how did you make it through your thirties and you know, this and that. And I'm like, because everybody wants to live it up in their 20s. Mm-hmm. And then in their 30s, they either start becoming parents or right. it's time to grow up. But yeah, I mean, your testosterone's dipping at that time. You catch it late is what I'm trying to get to. I'm not saying it's impossible. Mm-hmm. But me, I never... I fucking bulldozed through that slump. Like, I never stopped. Right. So that's how I've been able to maintain and continue to do what I do is because I have physically literally never stopped working out. And... <sighs> 2019 18 years i'm like yeah. that. 2003 to now oh it's and 19 years <clears throat> i've been my weight has fluctuated more than than anything. but you've been very consistent i will say you've been consistent the past like solid 10 years yeah that's you, true. Ha- you have not gone back to uh pudgy, dri- pudgy, pudgy dri- paul driver's license paul <laughs> <laughs> yeah i put on a lot of weight um, I, it's cause, you know, in, in my defense, I was very athletic as a kid, You were like in every freaking sport and everything. And I remember as a kid, I was pretty much forced to be athletic. Yeah. I, I loved sports. I loved playing sports. I just hated competing and doing all that. I felt I'm a perfectionist. I always felt like I had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And so instead of having fun and enjoying the sport, I was I put a lot of pressure on myself that I had to be the best. Yeah. You know, I'm a fucking three, you know, like, yeah, you are. And a 10. (laughs) And so I remember as a kid, always telling myself when I'm an adult, I'm going to stop being so damn active. I can't wait to just be able to eat what I want. I can't wait to be able to do nothing. And that's exactly what I did. (laughs) That's exactly what you did. I ate a lot and I put on weight and, um, I got up there in heaviness for a while. I mean, right now I'm sitting at about 205 pounds, mm-hmm. six foot two. Uh, penis alone is about <laughs> six pounds. No, uh, 205 pounds. I'm six foot two. Um, but there was a point where I think I was all the way up to almost 260 pounds. Yeah. 55 pounds more. You're talking than, about back in the day. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my early 20s. Days. Yeah. yeah. Um, damn, I, I was to, a fat ass. I used to love hugging you, remember? I, I yeah. used to love hugging you. <laughs> I always think of Cartman. Now that's a fat ass. Yeah. Um, but this kind of goes into what I was saying earlier, though. I I don't agree with people pointing out your flaws when you haven't seen them in a long time. However, yeah. I do believe that this whole culture of like fat shaming is like a bad thing. But do you know that there's such a thing as what I coined fit shaming? And that's as equally bad. And it's, it's going to sound stupid to most people because they're going to be like, oh, my God, you're fit and you're mad about it. Right. right? But a lot of times, especially at work, you know, I, I don't eat. I, you know, I try to stay on my diet. This And, and everyone starts making fun of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're fucking eating, eating that rat food but and you're that's too an skinny. That's an but, but the fact is, is like, bitch, you're giving me shit because I'm fit. Yeah, because I'm you want to fit. Like, yeah. But you know what? I really, truly think that's an El Paso thing. I think that's a big El Paso thing where it's like, 
I don't know. Like we live in a city where you're more respected if you can down twenty hot dogs in one sitting and a bunch of beer than you're more respect than you being able to do six rounds of boxing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's really weird. It's true. It's true. It's just but when people are like, Oh, that's disgusting. I would never fucking eat that and blah 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 and I'm like, Oh, so you don't want to bite then? Like Yeah. So what? So to me, there is such a thing as fit shaming. Not that it hurts my feelings, but I'm like, dude, why? Why would yeah, you? Like you said, bother? like uh, when you were trying to do veganism, right? Like, yeah, yeah. People give you shit for it's that. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going to live 20 more years than you. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it's it's and well, like going back to the vegan thing. So I wasn't fat when I became a vegan, right? But I I lost muscle, right? Because right. I wasn't eating carbs. I wasn't. I really put myself through the ringer on this one. Yeah. But I got down to the weight that I am now, more lean. Things fit me better. So I've kind of become obsessed with the size I am, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've never, I, my fitness journey has never been, oh, be big and muscular. Sometimes that's just what happens when you, when you lift, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I kind of, I've kind of liked the size that I am right now. So I'm trying to maintain it. Right. So what I do when I work nights, when I do four night shifts or three night shifts, instead of eating like a burger or whatever, before I go to work, I make those my vegan days. So mm. it's just vegan patties, vegan chorizo and that's awesome. And some avocado. See, that's all I eat. That's amazing. I thought, but dude, it's cause those, those patties are so good, dude. I, I, I pray, I beg people to try the beyond meat patties one time. Dude, I, uh, I cooked, look at this. Uh, hold on, let me show you. All that. All vegan. Shit, look at that. Bratwurst, hot dogs, hamburgers, all vegan, man. And they taste amazing. That Gourdain one, I had never tried it before. It's really good. Smelled, I was cooking, What's in the, grilling. What's, what's in a, a vegan bratwurst? Is that tofu? No, no. Soy? They're all non-soy. Non-soy? Yeah, all of them. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, those are impossible bratwurst, and they taste exactly like bratwurst. Really? Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna put those on my list for this yeah, weekend. They're then. amazing. Um, but yeah, but that's awesome because yeah, I mean, you've incorporated. <clears throat> you're not vegan, but you've incorporated aspects of veganism in right. your diet because you realize that it works. Yeah, it'll help me maintain the weight that I want. Right. It keeps me. I feel better, dude. Like, like you and I had this conversation the other day. Yeah. I I have very, 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 very. Hey, what movie is that from? Very, very. Oh, <laughs> do you remember the movie Summer School? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And it, they had to write that report. Oh, very good because I'm very, 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 <laughs> very, very. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have very bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Like I. The sky is falling 24-7. Right. I wake up and it's instant impending Yeah, doom, you're number six. Right? So I noticed when... Well, I didn't notice it until after I got off the vegan diet. But I remember being on the vegan diet, like, I felt great. I remember I kept telling you, I don't feel shit, dude. Yeah. I don't feel anything. Right. But the minute I went back to meat, like, all of a sudden, the other day it hit me. I'm like, why do I feel anxious? Like, I have... I, I got no reason to be... Mm-hmm. anxious at all there's nothing pending there's nothing bad no one no one gave me bad news like i should have zero reason right and then it just hit me like is it because i'm back on meat right. i will say that i've tried to keep the sugars at bay mm-hmm. and my wife actually told me she was proud of me the other day snow cones are my vice mm-hmm. snow cones and men you can't put, you can't <laughs> put those things in front of me i haven't had a snow cone in two months wow since before i started lent 
I think the week of the week I was about to start Lent, I had right. a snow cone the day before just to kind of say my goodbye, mm-hmm. and that was the last time. Wow. I haven't. I, so I'm trying to keep the sugar at bay. I it's, haven't. I haven't had an Oreo in fucking two months. Dude, I haven't had an Oreo in a long time. Oh they say when it comes to sugars that. I think it's what just fourteen days, and you stop the cravings, and it's typically. Oh, I crave it every day. Oh, really? Come on, I haven't smoked a cigarette in fifteen, I, sixteen years, and I think about it every day. I had a sugar yesterday, I think, and that was like I haven't really had much sugar. Well, you're about but to get me, some brown sugar. I tell you what. <laughs> but let me tell you, uh, speaking of that, so you know, it's been a rough couple of weeks for me and my family because mm-hmm. of my dad. Yeah. So, um, just so people know what i'm talking about my dad's cancer has kind of spread and so mm-hmm. uh now i'm having i take him every single day to radiation um it's been a roller coaster for us you know yeah. he's confused i'm we've had to up the level of actually I, I i know we say fuck jason but jason like i have to thank him a lot yeah. because he's really helped me out um just being there like he's really kind of relieved a lot of uh the stress that I have taking care of my dad. Well, because he lives uh, with you now. I don't yeah. Know, I don't know if yeah. you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah he lives with me now. Um, so, anyways, um, we, we've, I've, well, at least I've been eating a lot of comfort food, which yeah. is like meat and stuff, which is totally against what I believe in and, and stuff. But it's just been so hectic that it's, it's what's convenient, right? Right. Absolutely. Um, so, um, Buffalo wings and um, pizza and just crap. But dude, let me tell you, physically, it's taking a toll on me so bad. But let me tell you, man, my joints, all of my joints are hurting so bad. Every joint pops. And I like it's almost like I went from no arthritis to suddenly having arthritis overnight. Really? And I don't know. And the only thing I could think of when I think about what I've changed is that, is that I'm eating... You know, granted, I'm still trying. Like, I had a cookout on Saturday, and it was all vegan stuff. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, pe- people don't realize that what you put in your body really affects a lot, and you don't realize until you try a different yeah, absolutely. way Look, of... I, I can't tell people, <clears throat> oh, you should be vegan, because I'm not. Right. It is what it is. I'm right, right. Not, I still enjoy meat. It, to me, it's like what we've talked about. It's not you should be vegan. It's like give it a shot. Right. Try right. it. And that's what I was, that's what I was going to get to. Try it. I tried it. I saw the benefits of it. Though I've gone back Go to gay. Try it. Uh, I, Just it, dude, one time. You suck one little dick. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But look, if you if you feel weird about it, maybe maybe try a transvestite. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> Dude, that meme is the best. Yeah. But it's, yeah, you, you, you can, honestly, in this point, coming from a hardcore meat eater, still am to this day, you really should not knock this until you can try, until you try it. Right. I was very, there's no fucking way this meat's going to taste good. Like, trust me, right? You heard me. Yeah. I, I just refused. And now I am a believer. On the, on the taste aspect, on mm-hmm. the taste, right? Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's doable. Right. It's doable. Easy. If your doctor is telling you, you need to get your cholesterol down, man. I'm telling you, there's vegan foods out there that are phenomenal. Right. No shit. Hands down. You put one uh, Beyond Meat patty next to a regular hamburger patty. Oh, my grandma. You are not going to taste the fucking difference. Yeah. It's at true. all. It's true. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and it doesn't even go for veganism. If, like, you want to try... <laughs> 
sorry, I had to burp. If you want to try carnivore, yeah. like, you know, people do that. Try it. Like, you don't know how your body's going to respond until you try it. Everyone, and I've heard stories of people that have had success doing that. Yes. Everyone's body is different. Yes, that is a very cliche statement, and people say it all the time, but being a fitness person and all the things that I study and look up, it is true. I will never give you the diet that I'm on or the workout. I'll never give Eric your diet or your workout because it's people react to things differently. Yeah, plus inc- Eric, he can't even reach... Uh, the, <laughs> the, bar. the bar so of course you can i'm gonna have to get one of those little people steppers to get <laughs> <up there. laughs> uh, yeah so it's it's everyone is different yeah. hands down yeah. factually so you just need to trust the process and if, if it's food or if it's taste that you're worried about i can factually tell you yeah there's dude the vegan chorizo that you turned me on to mm-hmm. i almost cried like i I don't know the difference. Yeah. I genuinely do not know the difference. That's awesome. So there's options. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad you uh you talked about that a little bit because I think people saw thought that you just went back to oh, eating normal. And- no, no, no. Yeah, I try to keep it not even try. I work seven nights a month. Well, those are seven scheduled nights a month. Mm-hmm. So I know I'll be on nights, those seven nights. So what my, what my wife normally does is she'll make dinner and she'll make me my plate and save it for me for the next day. Or she'll go get me my, my lunch, McDonald's or whatever, before I go to work. Mm-hmm. But now I've told her, nope, don't do any of that. I'm going to buy my food and I eat vegan for those seven nights. Yeah. When I get to work, it's just, you know, these guys will order pizzas and hamburgers. and um, We have our own kitchen and shit like that in our oh, control well, room. That's cool. Well, yeah, we're there. It's yeah. a 24-hour operation. That's awesome. Refrigerator air fryer we have all of it so they you know they order their food or make their food and i'll just eat my fruit or like a little salad yeah on my my nights wow that's cool yeah so i don't know how much time yeah i think we're at that time because we still have to try out a guitar we were all over the place on this one yeah but that's all right yeah but the the title is going to be long (laughs) (laughs) it's what we do um so a couple things before we wrap up though uh remember if you are in the El Paso area and you want to record a podcast or you are a band and you want to record your band, um, go to www. Does anybody even say that anymore? www.nevermorerecords.com and you'll find a bunch of information on there. Mm-hmm. You can even take uh, uh, lessons, guitar lessons, drum lessons, bass lessons, piano, singing, all that stuff. All that information is there. And, uh, oh, and then also the, the episodes one through 30 are no longer on Spotify. That might be remedied, but as of right now, you can just find them other places. If you ever want to go back and listen to our other episodes, yeah. this one should be on all platforms. And if you're looking for a personal trainer, text Paul and he will text me. <laughs> <clears throat> and if you're a guy, you got to send a picture of your body. Uh, please. It's a must. <laughs> Hello. So we can see what we have to work with? In more ways than one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Betch, anything else? Nope. I think it was great. Thank you guys um, for tuning in. We need to do a challenge next time. Oh, absolutely. Challenges are coming back. We keep saying we're going to do the movie challenge. Yeah. Which we did a movie challenge, but I could never find the movie that you challenged me to watch. What did I challenge you to watch? The Chef. Oh, that's not on Netflix anymore? No. And then I challenged you to watch something. I don't remember what. Ah, fuck. I don't even remember. I don't yeah. think we officially made that no, challenge. No, yeah. It was kind of like an informal challenge. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, unofficial. Yeah, next time we'll have a, a, a challenge. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, like, subscribe, all that stuff We're on all platforms. Give us a, a comment. Tell us you like us. Tell us you hate us. Tell us to stop being gay. Whatever. <laughs> that won't happen. That'll never stop. That'll never happen. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.